0: Are you ready for shift? Are you ready for real change? Well if so, it's time for the Ready to Live show. With your host, Dr. John E. Guns and success coach A.D.
1: Robertson. Welcome everyone to Ready to Live. I, you know what man? We, um, man, we need like some theme music. We got theme music. No.
0: Not that theme music. We have music that plays before we start talking.
1: I know, but I'm talking about You just want to hear some. Yeah. Da 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 da, da don't These worry about don't wanna it. People don't want to hear all
0: of that. They, they y- y- y'all came to hear this wonderful word today.
1: You feel like singing. I'm under so much stress until what he just did. Well you know really what that's what me. that's
0: what we're talking about. That's what, what you know, that about? is the focus of, you know, our show. Is to empower people. Empower the people. Right, especially mindset, and all of that, and to deal with what's going on
1: in the world. Today. In this pandemic, that appears that there's going to be a second spike, or there's going to be a continued spike. You don't care? No.
0: I mean, you, you know, I'm just be candid. I mean, I, sure I, I be know there be people... I,
1: I, I wouldn't hit candy.
0: Yeah, that is that's fine. I am. You know, I side with a number of those doctors who said this is no m- no different than any other flu. And you know, I've I've known people who have it and had it for a couple of days, had a couple symptoms, and they got took, over. It. They got over it real quick. You know. Okay. So, but good health to all.
1: The sarcasm that just came out of your voice. <laughs> it's not sarcasm. It's disturbing. <laughs> no, no, no. It no. was disturbing, no. the sarcasm that came out of your voice. Let's rock and roll.
0: Tell me, t- let, you know, uh, yet again, we're back here. Um, we we're are, back. We're we in a very interesting place when we it are. comes to the season, the the climate, not just in the country, but, but the world, really. Yeah. You know, um, you know. last week we, start, we were talking about, the, you know the, the ramifications of the protests and the frustration and anxiety yeah. and stuff that people people are dealing with, and then uh, you know yet again we have even more this week. Go ahead, t- bring bring it to bring us bring, bring us on in and <laughs> tell us what, what we talking about. The, the, what we're talking about today? The
1: president of, of the United of States of this here America. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the fact that he's going to hold his first rally in Tulsa, right? Well, oh, let's you know oh, on Juneteenth, uh, June nineteenth, yeah. And then uh, the the you know the you RNC know, is coming here.
0: You, you you want let's put this put this into a historical context so everybody understands. Um, some of our listeners may not understand what we're talking about when we talk about June nineteenth. June nineteenth historically is significant because that was. The last—that's um, when the slaves figured out they were free. That's when the slaves figured out they were free. We
1: are free. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's when we, you know, and we celebrate. We celebrate Juneteenth as uh, as an Independence Day, if you will. So as our version of yeah, As our our version, um, Black folks' Independence Day. Um, and he's having a, a rally. He's having his rally in Tulsa. Now, let's talk about the context for the Tulsa thing. That's that's almost for many people that's adding insult to injury.
1: Yeah, that's almost too much.
0: Tell me what you mean, doc.
1: Tulsa is where probably the greatest massacre, massacre of black folk at one time occurred. Right. And the
0: significance is that it was what we call Black Wall Street. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was it was an extremely thriving area for for blacks. Mhm. And they couldn't take it anymore, so they took it out. Uh, yeah, and he's having it there. So, I guess do
0: you know? Do we continue to have a barbecue, or are people planning to walk up and down? And
1: I'm gonna have a barbecue. Okay, we're gonna have the barbecue. Not marching, cause I don't march. We but but, but 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 you know I I you know I I think the awkward I, I think the the awk the uh, I can't say the word awkward the awkward side of this is that even if he wasn't being intentional just the selection of that date isn't is a painful time for people mhm and especially in this climate, especially in this climate, and and I think that a lack of sensitivity, not just by him, but by his advisors, by his government, I think a lack of sensitivity points to bigger issues, mm-hmm. and it perpetuates
0: bigger issues. And that is the thing. You know, um, there's a there's a, there are a number of us who feel, um, a pandering too, yeah. um, because of the protests they're doing. You know the you know the, the kneeling with the kente, kente cloth scarves <laughs> around the neck of the people. <laughs> I don't care. That was hilarious. <laughs> See, was Nancy, Nancy, Pelosi. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi with the kente cloth on. Um, you know, you know, kind gesture, uh, but it's not needed. What we need is, you know, what, what this nation needs is, you know, real judicial change and shift, you know, um, pass some legislation. And, you know, we got a few pieces passed, but to make, uh, I, I saw where, you know, lynching is now a federal offense. Yeah. It's it's 2020. <laughs> it is just Why now. Are we having Why this are we haven't? Why we haven't? Because because you know you cannot deny um, from from our vantage point as African American men cannot deny the fact that racism is still just super pervasive throughout. There are there are, there are many of us who have you know done well in spite of in spite yeah. of in spite of. And that's a big in spite of right? Too. And it would be wonderful, if, you know. Could you imagine if, like, the system really got out of the way, like for real? Deesh.
1: But you know, but you know, I, I think a part of the the other challenge, Ad, is the fact that you know a, a lot of symbolic things are being done. You know, pr- pulling down the Confederate statues, the the renaming of army of, of military bases, and all that stuff is good. You, if you can't see me, yeah, the, he's doing air quotes. Good, but but where's the economic development?
0: It doesn't address the systemic issues. Where's
1: they, the where's the educational in inequities? In Where are the
0: housing? Housing. I mean, you can continue to go all the way down the line. I mean, and th- they're just disparities after disparity after disparity after disparity, and you know uh, we. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like in one breath you say, well, you know, the other folks will say, hey, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> you know, you can you can do this. But at the same token, you know, you have the residual effect of Tulsa. You have the psychological ramifications of, you have a group of, of black folks that, that were thriving. And I'm talking about a, a large group of African-American folks that were thriving and doing well and working for themselves and building building an economic base but that was destroyed because of ignorance, jealousy, hatred and you know and, and all of that stuff. Any any negative thing that you could think of that would make people come in and murder, destroy, burn down a place where people are working to better themselves.
1: You know the frustration for me is that we live in a world where people are still judged by stuff they can't control? Like women can't control that they're female. We can't control that we're black. Mm-hmm. Certain children can't control where they're born. And what we end up with is that we end up with this perpetual, or this yeah perpetual is the same with a cycle. But you know, but we end up with this cycle of mismanagement misappropriation of of, re, of resources
0: misrepresentation
1: uh, definitely misrepresentation and and we end up kind of begging people to pay attention to us we kind of you know we we kind of end up begging people to hear us you know um i I, I heard this young lady i heard this young lady um paint this picture of why people looted. Yeah. You know, I think I, know the, I, I, think I saw that, that, uh, that yeah. video too. and the sad thing was, it was all about economics. Right, because the only time that, and, and what she was
0: saying was that the only time that people will have, the, that many of these people would have the opportunity to have those nice things. Is, um, is when it's looting. Is, is when they're looting opportunities. There to present
1: it. and and I'm thinking of of all of the people in my life all the people in my life and 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 how all those people they haven't had the need to lose, mm-hmm. but they had the opportunity to I don't think it's a I don't think it's a requirement and mm-hmm. and it's funny I I think when we and and again and again I don't want to be perceived as the well-to-do black Negro. Who is judgmental, because that's not what this is. I I think that, I think that AD, you know, what we're dealing with is that we're dealing with multiple levels of mistrust and distrust. Some of it, most of it, on our end have been well earned. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so, you know, so at one level, you you, you know, you got black folk who mistrust white folk in all the systems. Then on the other end, you got black folk who trust black folk who are in the system. And so and so. how do you make legitimate changes if you're not at the table? Well, a lot of times our white brothers and sisters may have a couple of us at the table, but they don't always give us the menu. No,
0: no, because one, one thing that I, I've learned um, by being the— uh, and what we call the the the, the spook that sat <laughs> by the door, you know. I know that might be a terrible analogy, but that is a
1: terrible. Th- analogy.
0: But it's actually a good one though, because the the book was, you know, the book was actually amazing. Um, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Being in being in the room. I've seen scenarios where the the dinner was already carved up, mm-hmm. and the plates were already served. Yeah. By the time I walked in, yeah. everybody had already, you know, all the, the plates were already made, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they, and they they were planning their next feast, you know, and and you know, and then they smile and oh come on, you have a seat, you know. We sit down at the table, but there's no plate there's no plate in front of me, you know. So so here's but the, the thing. In
1: front of you's already been. Perfect. So here,
0: here's my posture. Don't uh, you know? I, I don't need you to feed me. I don't need you to feed me. I don't need you to give me anything. Just get out of my way. Get out of my way. Allow me to do what I do. I'm I'm in this country, and you know, understanding emotionally and psychologically that I am responsible for my own thoughts and all of that kind of stuff. Now, that is a luxury and a liberty that that some African Americans have. Sure. That others don't. Sure, and that's and, and that's just you know we call it call a spade a spade because the luxury that you have because of academia, you know you you have an earned doctorate degree, you have you have done extremely well for yourself, your family, and your community, but and and and, and unapologetically, you shouldn't have to apologize for working hard and doing what you do, but at the same token, your whole life is spent uplifting the community you've taken you've taken those things that you those accolades that you have and you leverage you use those relationships connections to the best of your ability those skill sets and leverage to help other folks in this community (laughs) but if they ever here's the thing though if you were if you were ever truly turned loose if you ever had yeah. the exact same opportunities that other people and acted, access to those resources and access to resources, it would be a beast, right? Um, and yeah. and I think and let's just be honest. And I think that's the problem. No, that is the problem. That I think that is the problem. I agree with you. If 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 black folks, you like, if you just get out of our way, we'll, we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. We'll do our thing. We'll work. But when you have organizations, let's just be honest. You know, and I keep saying that because. There have been instances in the African American or the Black community where the Black Panther Party, Black Panther, they they weren't causing any problems. No. They weren't doing anything but feeding folks. They yeah, they might have walked around with a few guns in their hand. You know that scared white folks when when black folks have guns in their hand. But they got guns too. They got they got way more guns than we do. But at the same token, they intentionally destroyed the Black Panther Party but they were they were feeding families in our community mm-hmm. systematically destroying any and everything that truly gives a strong financial base a strong emotional base and a strong unit I mean there's so many laws and so many things that we can go on for hours and hours and talk about that are systemic that create this systemic bondage of black
1: folks in this country and 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 it's and it's scary to think about the fact that it actually starts in the, at the point of conception with prenatal care. It, start, it continues at the point of being birthed by the types of hospitals or the quality of the hospitals. Right, the services that are rendered. The services that are rendered. The insurance that you may or may not have. And then, and, and then when the child is kind of thrust into the world that that whole system of educating and so and 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 so i think ad i think ad the challenge that we all have is how do we manage this season when there appears to be the exposure of it i mean it's always been there but Mm -hmm. now people are feeling the weight of it talking about a white brothers Mm -hmm. brothers But how do we manage that? I mean, cause, because it's a lot of symbolic stuff going on, monuments being pulled down, renaming of, renaming streets and painting Black Lives Matter. Not that's fine, but that and doesn't. That's cute. But that doesn't create economic uh, empowerment. That doesn't. That doesn't improve the quality of schools. That doesn't. That doesn't stretch us. To and be see, able that's to take where that's where,
0: it. and see, here's the, here's where, where 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 true change happens. You have those of us who are in the streets that are pushing that that are pushing the pushing the envelope. Then you have those of us that are that are in the boardrooms and and in those in those halls, and make sure that these folks, the the the, the those of us that are behind the doors, don't make deals because that's another little thing that yeah. that that. that, that That happens sometimes. They will they will reward and bless a couple um, folks at at the expense of at the expense of everybody. Access for everybody, right? So, but what has to happen is, you know, legislatively, um, how we how we appropriate funds. Like just, just, uh, I've I've been, you know, I've watched how the the SBA has doled out the the money to the banks, and then the banks then dole out money to different Mm -hmm. organizations um to to different companies. Very, very lax guidelines, but we don't have the access to information. We don't have the relationships too often that that are just having casual conversation. Hey, did you make your application to to the SBA? Did you do this? Did you do that? You know, so you have people in our community who have great ideas, great businesses, but no access. But but that's the key
1: though. The key is access. Gotta have access. And and I, I really believe that a part of the, you know, I said this. I've been saying this, and it's really tough for me to say. We as a people are not as sophisticated as we need to be. And I say this, and as a black pastor, I really can make this argument. Every administration has its black pastor or black or this group of black pastors that it says these are my pastors. These mm-hmm. is, right. But we've not built a kind of transcendent presence where we are we are empowering every administration. So now we can play the long ball and not play the short short ball. You know the long ball. I mean, we're both golfers. You, you play better than me, but you know, you know, the guy who hits it three hundred yards has a better chance of getting to the green than the guy like me that hits it 150 yards. Swinging the same club. Same club. But there's something so different about the swing and the power and the the velocity. And so my ball goes 150 yards. There it goes 275, 300. Right. Now I got to pull out a longer club and swing again. And they can pull out a pitching wedge,
0: right? Because they, because see, when they stand on a tee box, they're really not standing on a tee box by themselves. They're standing on a tee box that their grandfather, that their grandfather stood on, and his grandfather stood on. Yeah. And then while they're there, all of that energy, all of that inertia to hit that ball it's not just him standing on the tee box it's a whole it, system of it's nurtures. a whole of, it's a whole system of of su- systemic success yeah. that helps to drive it down when you stand
1: on the tee box my friend you're standing on that tee box most often by yourself and that's why a lot of times generational wealth is not what we create we create generational debt wow, wow. And, and and what we do, like, I, the perfect example, I mean, you know, and, and, and I know we've got to wrap up, and, but, but we need to finish this because the perfect example of this, A.D., is how many black kids go to college, but they have to get thousands of dollars worth of loans. You're looking at one right now. And two things are going to catch you, are going to catch up with you. Child support and student loan. Yeah, you you'll never escape them. Nope. And so, so what happens for most of us is we spend our whole lives paying on
0: college debt. One of your one one of my favorite sermons of yours, you preached. Uh, you talked about how debt is the ultimate thief. Yep. And so when you come, you come right soon as you soon as you graduate. Yep. It, it, you know they, they they like six months. Okay, we'll get you deferred for six months, but uh,
1: we we need a, we need you to start making these payments on these. And payments. it's crazy because once you get into the cycle, so I've made this conscious attempt with my oldest and now with my middle child, I'm paying their college tuition, cash. It's
0: a beautiful thing,
1: and you know. And it's a sacrifice. It's not it's it's, it's not easy. It's a but, sacrifice in I not am easy. I'm committed to doing that because I understand that if that if I give them the weight of the debt then they're going to spend their entire life balancing debt with ambition. And that is a terrible combination.
0: It is. We have we, we got a lot of work to do, folks. We do. We we have a lot of fo- got got a lot of work to do, um, but here's the thing: you don't have to be all things to all people. Right. You don't have to be on every scene and try no. to do everything. What you can do, um, I saw I saw it was just beautiful. Um, support um, black-owned businesses. You don't even in, in their ways you can support them without even pulling out your wallet. Yep. You know, share their posts. Share, you know, share their share their product, support them, have some engagement on their page, you know, there are things that you can do, you know.
1: My daughter Deja uh, launched her business. She does eyelashes, right, and right, lip gloss. So she launched it on her birthday, and her birthday was June eighth. But she makes this statement. When she launches her website, she said, "I'm a 20- year- old CEO." Mm-hmm. And that just did something to me. I'm a 20-year- old CEO. She's the only employee. She's filling orders upstairs in, her, in, in in the room, well, her room my house. But she sees herself as a CEO.
0: But see, here's the thing, and this is where the generational stuff comes from. That's why it's so important, it's incumbent upon us as parents, that we we not only tell our children what to do, we have to be the model for it because they are always, always watching. My, my, my oldest son, Jordan, I got one of the, 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 the best texts from him yesterday when he shows like, Dad, you know, he's 20. He'll be 21 in October. He was like, Dad, um, this what I made today, you know. He's he's trade, you know. He's he's doing um, forex trading, you know. He's doing his currency trading thing. Oh wow! Hmm. Wonder, wonder where he got that from. Mm. Right. Exactly. You know. He's been around. He's been around investments and real estate investments and stock investments and currency trading since he got here on this planet. All his life. Right. And, and I, I never told him he should do that. I never told, but he's seen me do it. So it's so important that your children see you making strides, working, you know, if you have a project, do it, do that project, write that book, launch that business, whatever it is that you can do, because this is how we combat it. You know, we, we can't make people love us. It's not gonna
1: happen.
0: You know, you can march until your face, your, fall, your feet fall off. And you'll have no shoes. And that's not gonna
1: make people want you to be better. It's,
0: it's not gonna make people want better for you. It's not gonna make people love you. It's not gonna make people respect you. Any right. of that stuff. You have to respect yourself. Everything starts with yes. us. And I'm, you know, I've never been one to look for somebody else to do anything for me because that's just how I was raised. I had one of those kind of, you know, one of those kind of moms. Um, that that's just how it was. And so the, the as we as we close out today on mm-hmm. a very, very high note, mm-hmm. be the example for your family. Be the example for your children. Be the example. Learn something new. Learn investments. Learn stocks. Invest in yourself. Read. Start, read get a farm. Start read. farming. Plant 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 your own stuff.
1: Read. There's so many things that <laughs> you
0: can do, but be the example of the change that you want to see for your children's generation. You if,
1: preaching the day?
0: If you are that change, yeah, I'm, I'm preaching the day. I'm preaching the you on fire. I'm in. But if you are that change, you'll see the change. Because nobody else is going to be that change for us but us. End of story. Nothing else to be said. Um, see y'all next week? See y'all next week. We love you. Oh, yeah. Like, subscribe, follow. Share. Share. Please share. Because, you know, somebody needs to hear the messages. That, that we bring every single week because everything, you know, we're going to always end on a high and positive note. We're always going to end in a place where we're trying to No matter how
1: negative the world is. No,
0: no matter how negative the world is yeah. because it is our light because only in the absence of light can darkness prevail and it will never prevail on our watch. There you go. Take care. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've been listening to the Ready to Live show. If you'd like to connect with Dr. Guns, visit him at bishopjohnguns.info. To connect with A.D., go on over to brilliantliving.net. Have a wonderful day.